What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't what? know what to do. <laughs> this is Unspoken Secret, episode 17. Today I'm with my cousin, Madeline. Hello. What do you like to do? <laughs> I don't know how to... I think we're going to date. <laughs> I don't know how to introduce people at all. This is Madeline. She's a... Ooh, that's what I should do. I should ask like you to like what you want me to say to introduce you. Okay. So I'm just going to make something up. This is Madeline. She's a student here at BYU. She's born and raised in Georgia. She's my cousin, so we're related. She's older than me. And she hates kids. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate kids. I'm kidding. <laughs> Did I miss anything? Um, not really. Studying public health. Okay. I, I knew that, but I, I couldn't remember what it was. Yeah, I'm graduating within a year, so I'm really excited about that. Um... Nothing really. Within happened. a year? Within a year. So next year, next April. Okay, so like a year. A year. Okay. <laughs> you said within a year. I thought you might be graduating in like winter. No. Like December or something. Unfortunately not. I wish. What's well, good news for me? Because I will be here for a while. So. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun. Um, we want to discuss today a little bit about gender roles, because I, as a man, don't want to do the stereotypical breadwinner thing <laughs> whereas Madeline does like making the bread <laughs> she wants to win the bread but I don't unfortunately we're cousins and so this isn't oh, never mind <laughs> I was gonna say this isn't the south but you're from the south <laughs> I don't know if that's rude or not it's funny yeah She's we can't get married but. yeah it's, it can't happen. But, but like, you'll be my surrogate. <laughs> I right? can. You, you can. So, yeah, what, what career do you want to go into? I want to get my master's in occupational therapy. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. Okay. So, it was inspired by my grandma. She has all dementia slash Alzheimer's. And she, not the same grandma that I have. No, not our shared, shared grandmother. grandmother. My, my grandma on my mom's side, she has dementia. And she's the reason why I want to do it. Oh, that's inspiring. That's cute, <laughs> I guess. Um, when did you decide you wanted to do that? Maybe about a year ago. My other cousin's actually an occupational therapist, too. Oh, okay. My, my grandma is someone who I'm really close to, and her disease and illness has really been hard on the family. And it's changed a lot of things, and it's opened my perspective to a lifestyle that I didn't know existed, and it's helped me become who I am. And it was through seeing her and what she needs and what that community needs, realizing there's there needs to be help in that. And while occupational therapy isn't as helpful when they're diagnosed long-term with dementia, it's helpful in the beginning stages. I see. Can I please share the story of when I first <laughs> met you? My earliest memory of you. Oh my gosh. Brad is like dying to tell a story. This, it's so funny because 
I was born in Utah, but after about a year or two, my you parents. Were in Georgia. I was not born in Georgia. My brother was. Oh, I thought you were born in Georgia. No, I wasn't. Oh, I was like, why are you saying that? <laughs> <laughs> you're an idiot. You don't even know where you're born. <laughs> no, I was born in Utah, but oh. after like a year, we moved to Georgia. Oh, okay. And then my brother was born in Georgia. Um, so I spent like three or four years in Georgia, something like that. We were there for a little bit. Um, I spent preschool there. But my earliest memory of Madeline was at your house because you had rats. Do you still have rats? No. Okay. We haven't I, had them for a while. Okay. Like I pet rats. And pet they're, rats. they're not like not gross. <laughs> they're fancy rats and they're good pets. Okay. Just I hate, for the I record hated them. out there. <laughs> I hated them. I thought they were so gross. But like I like to observe them, I guess. I don't know. So when I was like two or three, um, I remember I was staring into the cage looking at the rats and I like bent over and my underwear was showing. <laughs> and I loved Barney, so I had Barney underwear, okay? <laughs> and I remember you were behind me, and you noticed it, and so you started making fun of me <laughs> for my Barney underwear. So I turned around, and I bit you on the belly button, and you started bleeding. <laughs> and your mom came home, put me in timeout, and I've been, like, terrified of your mom ever since. Because <laughs> I was so... Ashamed, I guess. I don't know. Scared by what I had done. Anyway. That's really funny. That's my earliest memory of you. And then after that, it was like when we went to go see Greatest Showman like a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> There's a big <laughs> gap. <laughs> I don't remember anything else about you. <laughs> Seriously, I don't either. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't remember that experience with Brad at all. And Which I'm glad because <laughs> you were crying <laughs> and you were bleeding. I felt so bad. You must have hit me hard. I did. I probably changed the shape of your belly button. <laughs> it's got a new scar. Never even knew. It all makes sense now. You used to be an Audi, but now you're not. Ew. I just bit it off. Gross. Ew. No, I didn't. But yeah, that's my earliest memory of you. I just wanted to share that as context to what a relationship is now. <laughs> it's a good I foundation. Like, I feel like it's yeah necessary to understand. Um, but we've talked a lot, and um, I remember we had a conversation one time about how you kind of feel, I don't know, a lot of pressure to be a mom or a stay-at-home mom and, like, have kids, or at least you have in the past. I don't know, but um, but you expressed to me that you don't really want that you want to like follow a career be an occupational therapist like that's what your goal is whereas me I'm like the opposite where I felt a ton of pressure to find a career make a lot of money focus on being able to provide for a family when really I just want to be a stay-at-home dad and if I didn't have to work that would be ideal for me that's not very realistic i don't think <laughs> yeah it, the, the roles are embedded in society mm-hmm. not just religious or culturally i guess mm-hmm. so it's really difficult but things are changing a little bit now a little a little there's some social change going on mm-hmm. a tiny bit a little for but sure i would say i would almost feel like it's harder for 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 men to be able to change their roles i don't mm-hmm. know i feel like society's hard, harder 
Yeah, because a woman who plans and prepares to be a stay-at-home mom isn't taking a lot of risk in that. I feel like that's socially acceptable and very realistic um, for a woman to do that. But if I were to like drop everything and just focus on I'm going to get married and have kids and then take care of my kids and that's it. That's not realistic at all because my wife is probably planning the same thing and then who's going to work? <laughs> and I would be viewed as very selfish and like rude and just, I don't know, if I forced my wife to work and I didn't. Which I think is a misconception. I've, I've heard that a bit too where it's like, because I don't want kids, it's something selfish. And in your aspect, that's really wrong, I feel like, to yeah. call you selfish just because of some society rules. It's sad, fortunately. Um, you told me uh, just earlier that you didn't always want to be a like, career woman. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Non stay at home <laughs> mom. Um, but that, like, your mom helped you change that, right? Yeah. So I was raised, and my parents were really good about that. They raised me in a sense to believe in myself and do what I want. And then I served a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints. I don't think I said that right. Yeah. I, okay. I say it all the time. Okay. And Can that I swear, just <laughs> <laughs> <was> bleep it out. <laughs> and that put me in like a mindset that was very different from who I was. It was a good thing. It was a good thing, but it kind of, I almost like clouded my judgment. And I came back, and I'm like, I want to get married. I want to have kids. I want to do all these things. And I remember I was talking to my mom one time, on the phone, and I'm like, Mom, I want to be. Like, I really love animals. I'm thinking about being a veterinarian. But I don't think I can do that and have a family. Like, that's so much school. That's so much money, time away from the family. That's where I need to be in the home or whatever. And my mom was like, Madeline, you need to plan for the now, not for the future. Because you don't know when that's going to happen. Your sisters, my older sisters, aren't married. And they don't have kids. And like, you need to be prepared for you. And do what you want to fill the goals and dreams that you have right now. And it really puts some perspective into my mind to say, I need to make goals that I want. <laughs> and not just limit who I am and limit my opportunities over something that might happen. Because you never know. You And I feel like as women, you definitely need education, especially in the world today. It's true. Whatever that may be. That doesn't need just college. It can mean other things, too. And it was just a really impactful moment at that time that changed my perspective of of who I want to become. And I was like, I think about that now. I'm like, how did I ever think that? How was I ever in that mindset? It just seemed so crazy to me that I thought that. And it's so different from what I believe now. <laughs> it's just crazy. Yeah. I haven't really had any experiences like that where someone has, like, told me, yeah, go for it. You be that dad. <laughs> like, if you want it, you can get it. <laughs> it's always been just, well, you need to make money. You have to provide for yourself. And 
and now I don't even know if I'm going to get married, like, at all in general. Like, that's a bridge I'll burn when I get to it. But... Um, a bridge I'll burn? A bridge I'll burn. <laughs> yeah. Not, like, cross it or anything. I'm going to burn it. Burn it. I'm going to burn it down. Um, but I do remember one time in, I think, junior high or something like that, I was planning for careers and talking to a counselor about it, um, doing some preparation for the future and schooling. And I remember I had put down a couple careers that were, like, making money, but I also put down a stay-at-home dad. I remember doing that. And I don't remember exactly what she said to me, but she, like, really steered me away from that and from doing that. Um, Oh, I think I even remember... We had a reality town. I don't know if you have that. No, I've never heard of that till here. Yeah, it's a. I think it's a Utah thing. Yeah. Where in eighth grade they like simulate a real life experience of you're assigned a job and a family, and you go out and you have to pay for a house based on your income and go through all your bills. So it can help you recognize. And see, okay, if I pursue this job, this is what I can pay for, and this is the quality of life I'll have. Um, I remember, I think I had originally wanted to be a teacher, or like that's what I did when I went through the experience. But I had also put down as like a stay-at-home dad, like and just planned on my wife getting a job, and it just like didn't work out for me. And the counselor kind of told me, like, "Mm, it's not very realistic to do that. And so I went with, okay, I'll be a teacher instead, Um, which wasn't very much money either. (laughs) But I do remember that. So kind of discouraging. That is very discouraging. And it's like with women, I feel like it's becoming more socially appropriate to get careers. But like in your instance, like for men, it's still like way up here, like the level. Mm-hmm. It's just not socially acceptable for a man to be the breadwinner, stay at home. I mean, there are situations where that occurs, yeah. but people look at that as, oh, that's the exception. Like, the man probably got fired or didn't do well in his job, and so the woman is now stepping up. And they don't even consider that maybe the woman was the one, like, she initially like achieving her goals and dreams and the man like had never and that was his goal and that was his goal. <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's unfortunate i don't know why that is the way it is i don't know either because i do think education is essential and important for everyone yeah. everyone should plan at least to have a career and focus on that i mean that's what i'm doing because i don't know like what the future will hold um, but if I were to get married, I feel like it wouldn't even be a conversation to talk to my wife about who is going to support the family. Like, it would automatically just default to me as you're the one who's going to make the money. It won't even be a conversation. And that's dumb. <laughs> I feel like every couple should make that decision and talk about it, but... Maybe more often than not, it's the man, but I don't know. Anyway, I'm not bitter. <laughs> it's fine. 
it's just hard, especially in Utah, where the culture is heavily biased based on religion. So it's like religion and then like society, what they think. So it's like a double whammy of like pressure on guys, especially. Mm-hmm. So yep. it's tricky living here and what doing with other people's opinions and beliefs and having them judge you is hard too. Mm-hmm. Have you felt a lot of judgment from like wanting to be a career woman? In Utah, I, I have. Not so much back home because it's just, I I don't want to be just like stereotypical, but I feel like Utah may be a little bit more traditional in its sense of beliefs or whatever. But back mm-hmm. home in Georgia, it seems like a lot of my friends go out and get education. None of them are married. They're just like living their life, getting their masters. Whereas here in Utah, it's heavily focused on having a family and and that's like your world that is like happiness or whatever and I was at one point I was interested in this guy well we were interested in each other whatever and we were talking one time about like what we see in a future like spouse I don't even know why we're talking about this and the guy that I was with, he was like, yeah, I could never marry a girl whose number one priority wasn't her family. She, she, I would want her to be in the home like my mom was. And I want to make the money so that she can do that, so she can be at home. And I'm like, oh, funny. I'm like, so what do you, who do you think I am? And he goes, I think you're a career woman. And I was like, okay. He was basically saying that he could never see me as his wife or marriage material, I guess. Which wasn't really offensive because I don't like him like that anymore. You weren't as interested. But it was just crazy that people have those beliefs. And I think it's embedded in the culture at BYU especially. Where I think there could use some there could use some improvement, I guess. Yeah. And saying there's nothing wrong with a woman who wants a career. And she they can also have a family at the same time. Yeah, I don't like that assumption that he thinks that because you're focused on a career, it means you're not putting your family first. Yeah. Like, someone who has a career doesn't mean that they put their family as second. Exactly. That's so bizarre. Does that mean every man, like, sees work as number one and family as number two? Yeah, it's dumb. No. The reason they work is because family is number one. So why can't a woman do that and go out and feel assertive and confident in what she wants to do to provide and protect and nurture her family. I don't know. It's the wildest family proclamation <laughs> phrases. I was like, ooh, give me some citations <laughs> in here. I know, right? It's just interesting. That's what it really it is. is. And I think because I become more open-minded at things, I'm questioning more of that, which I think is good in my opinion. I think yeah. other people should too. So, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've personally ever really, other than like a couple experiences in school where I said like, "Oh yeah, I'd like to be a stay-at-home dad." I don't think I ever really talked too much about it, and so I haven't had a lot of direct like opposition or like offensive words said to me, like, "No, you can't do that," but. 
indirectly, I hear it all the time. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. But yeah, it's sad. I don't know what to do to change that. I don't really know either. <laughs> I need a wife. <laughs> I need to be the example, I guess. Yeah, I think that's really what it is, is that people need to see other people lead the, the path, like be trailblazers and show that it's okay to be, quote unquote, different from the cookie cutter mold. It's okay to have a career and have a family. It's okay to be a stay-at-home dad or mom. Like I'm not condoning that in any sense either way. I think it's just okay to challenge the social norms and and be something different because every person works differently and each family has their own way of doing things. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, yep. And you shouldn't let society or cultural beliefs set you back from what you want. So there was this one time <laughs> that I was talking to someone about my future and like what... I hope for or see um, and they were aware of my sexuality and that um, getting married to a woman is difficult and just a unique circumstance for me Um, but I still really wanted children Um, and so I was talking to them about how well I might adopt because that's still an option Um, I could like be a foster parent and I totally would do that. It's stupid expensive <laughs> to do that. I've looked into it. <laughs> but I would do that. That was an option for me. Um, and I was talking to them, and they said, no, I don't think that's right. And I was like, what? And they said, I don't think it's right or fair to the child to not provide them with a mother, to force them into a situation where they don't have a mother. And I kind of took that as, so you don't think I would make a good parent? You don't think I'm qualified? I mean, I agree that every child deserves to have two parents. Like, that's the ideal. But there's so many kids who have zero parents. So one parent is better than no parent. And so would you rather they remain an orphan? Or, like, stay in the foster care system because you think that they should have two parents? I don't know. I was really saddened by that. And that was kind of discouraging to me. And that that is honestly sad, especially hearing that from someone, like, right in your face telling you that of what you can't do because you'd be a really good dad. Thank you. (laughs) I do have 212 EFY kids that I (laughs) take care of and raised and they're out into the world now but yeah I did pretty good with them (laughs) most of them turned out okay you know who you are (laughs) so why don't you want kids I personally can't fathom that because that's all I want but I understand you don't and I respect that so why don't you want kids I feel like I'm in this kind of like limbo and at first I wasn't in denial that like I didn't want kids but it's like maybe I want kids in the future I don't know but right now Definitely I just not. cannot fathom having a child hmm. and I, I honestly feel like it has to do with a sense that I'm still a child and that I don't have my life together 
and I want to figure out who I am first before I bring in someone else into the equation. And I can't, I don't know why I can't explain it, but it's just, I just don't have that desire to have kids right now. And I, people have told me that will change or whatever. But right now, I, I feel pretty good about where I stand, and maybe that'll change. I don't really know why, but hmm. I feel okay. It's and I respect people who want kids. I am all for stay-at-home moms, stay-at-home dads. I respect other people having kids. Just me personally, that's how I feel about myself. It's not, yeah. Yeah. That's so bizarre because you're, like, older than me. <laughs> and you're like, I'm so young. I'm, like, a child. <laughs> and I'm like, give me the kid now. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> so it's, that's funny. I'm, like, younger than you. But, I mean, I'm not financially stable enough at all to support a child. But if money wasn't an issue and someone were to hand me a child, I would be 100% all in ready to take care of that kid. And I think I could. I think you could, too. I'm just not patient enough for that. Like, there are a lot. Babies, children, have to be taught everything because they don't know any I better. Know, and I, like, and so I'm so excited to do that. I literally cannot fathom doing that because I'm just like, oh, my gosh, it sounds so hard. That sounds, like, so difficult. I would just be mm. so frustrated. And maybe I would it'd be different when I have an like, actual kid, maybe. But I, right now, I'm like, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I the couldn't old... do that. <laughs> The only issue I would have is I would feel bad making my child, like, walk in my shadow. <laughs> Live up to the high expectation of this perfect dad <laughs> who never has anything wrong happen in his life and just handles things perfectly. Like, that would be really difficult. That so I'd have to maybe, cool. like, make up some stories of when I, like, lied or made a mistake or something like that. I don't know. I'll have him listen to the podcast. <laughs> But, yeah, I'm so ready for kids. But that's okay. It's clearly not in the plan right now for me to have kids. And if I were to have a kid right now because I'm not financially stable enough, it would be a nightmare. It would be a nightmare. It would be extremely stressful. It would be hard. It would be really hard. I don't know what I'd do. I don't know what I'd do. I'd drop out of school. No. Would I? I don't know. I'd go home. Yeah. 100%. Now oh, that's tough because I would want to finish school, but I, I would definitely go home and probably give it up for adoption. Really? Yeah. Give it to me? <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> I think you're already drowning. Like, here's a baby! Yeah. That would be insane. Can you imagine, like, family reunions or, like, family get togethers? I'm just raising your child. Literally, there would be so much gossip going around. There, I would be insane. We've also talked about, <laughs> maybe I'll cut this out, but <laughs> talked about you literally being the surrogate to I my would... children. If I were to find a wife, because clearly we cannot mix our DNA that's not incest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're too related. But like, if I were to find someone else to like have a child with or whatever, then you would be the surrogate to my baby. I would totally do it. Because I think what's fascinating is, like, the human body being able to carry a baby. Like, that just sounds it amazing to me. It's like, wow, I did that. Like, my body just, like, shoved all my organs up and down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I totally recognize that I am ignorant and oblivious 
to how the female body like fully works, especially during pregnancy, and I'll never experience that or childbirth. But even though I understand that I'm ignorant, I would, if I could, I would put that on myself so my wife wouldn't have to go through that. Like if I could somehow make it so I was the one who got pregnant and had to deliver the baby, as painful and awful and traumatic as that sounds, if it meant my wife didn't have to do it, I would do it hands down. I could see you doing that, actually. (laughs) But it's impossible. (laughs) It's not going to happen. But just like thinking outside the box. I could totally see you doing that. I would. I would so carry that baby. You'd Uh, so carry that baby. I'd carry that baby so hard. (laughs) So fast. Wow. Okay. Last words, thoughts? Jokes, comments, concerns, questions, riddles. Um, Rhyme. <laughs> I guess in closing, I would say that it it would. <laughs> I think it's important to be open minded about other people's beliefs and not think that everyone has to follow the cookie cutter mold, because that can just be really hurtful sometimes. And I think it lacks room. Or growth. I think we need to see people have different beliefs, whether they are religious or not, or anything. And I think it's just important to realize that people may choose a different path than what you think is best, and that it's okay, and that life is going to be okay, and that people are still going to be happy. Well said. <laughs> I don't think so. Well said. <laughs> a secret is a story untold, and I just told it. I'm done. I'm over it. I'm over it. <laughs>